If it wasn't for mercy, we'd all be dead. And gone. But thank God. God knew it all along, didn't he? That's why he made provisions for us. And you know what I say, he's a provider of provisions. Yes, he is. And I just thank God for that. Do anybody have another praise left in them? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for the blood. My God, my God. And we just bless his name. We bless his name today. So we give honor and glory to God. Has he done anything for you? Is he doing anything for you? And we thank him. We bless him. In the name of Jesus. Oh, I just want to holler this day. He's been just that good. My God, my God. I'm going to keep on hollering. Because he's been, and he is, good. My God. Well, well, well. It's preaching time. Get your Bibles out and turn to the ninth chapter of St. John. Uh, pull it up on your electronic device. And make sure you're not pulling up Facebook or text messages. Pull up the Word of God. Don't be playing with the Lord. Amen. I know we are in a electronic environment these days, but I just want to help somebody out. Amen. The ninth chapter of St. John. It should be a familiar, if you're a Bible student, this should be a familiar passage. But the Lord showed me something. He, I'm going, I look back over the sermons that God has given me, and it's way over 400 in these 36, 36 years, 37 years of ministry. Over 400 sermons, and I got 400 on tape. I plan to live forever <laughs> through one means or another. Amen. Uh, the ninth chapter of St. John, beginning at the, uh, let's, uh, I'm going to just read all of it, one through five, so you can, so you can uh, see, what I'm, see where I'm going. Amen? Are you ready? 
Amen. Children, stand up. There you go. Stand up. Amen. All right. St. John, ninth chapter. I'm again at the first verse, and I think I'm going to stop at the fifth if the Lord say the same. And as Jesus passed by, he's passing by right now, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. Just like us, we were blind. Well, Pastor, I can see we're not talking about that kind of blind. We're talking about spiritually blind. This man was physically blind. And the disciple asked saying, asked him saying, Master, who did sin? Remember in the scripture where it says the father has eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge? They figure he had earned this. Amen? That's what the disciples figured. Who did sin? There's got to be a reason why this boy was born blind. This man are his parents that he was born blind. Jesus answered, neither has this man sinned nor his parents. Somebody say, but that the works of God should be made manifested in him. Jesus said, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night coming when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Amen. Who did sin? Him or his parents. Amen. From St. John, ninth chapter, the first through the fifth verse, I, I want to ask you a question today. Why me? Somebody say, why me? In this life, we are going to have trials and tribulations. Because Jesus told us that. You know, sometimes we fall into places that things just happen. Has anybody fell into a place where something just happened? You didn't do nothing. Uh, didn't cause it. It just happened. And then you ask yourself a question, why me? Why did I get laid off my job? Why did my car break and it's right at Christmas? Why am I misunderstood sometimes? Why me? Is it because mom and daddy sin? Or is it because I sin? 
But everything is not a result of sin. Everything is not. not in, now, some things are. Don't get it twisted. If you go out there and, and knock over 7-Eleven and you get 20 years in the jail, all right, you understand that part, right? But if you're in 7-Eleven and you get arrested too and you just in there to get a, a pack of bubble gum and they take you down too because you just look strange and they lock you up and during that locking process you say, why me? I didn't do nothing. But you in jail just like the one that did it. Somebody say, why me? Well, this world is full of why me? Why didn't I get that promotion? Why didn't I get the job that I went after? Why does my wife always take me wrong? Why does my husband misunderstand me? Why is my children crazy as road lizards? Why me? Seem like I'm just being picked on. I'm just picked out to be picked on. Why me? Brother Nichols, why? Well, in our scripture today, Jesus is just passing by. Amen? And Jesus just saw. Now, Jesus is God in flesh. And he knew he was going to pass by this blind man. And John is just telling the story. John didn't know, but he is writing it from observation. We just walking by. And here's a blind man over there. And we figured something had gone on. Jesus, who did sin? It's got to be a reason for this. And I know the boy, the boy in his mind, he said, he all said, he's never seen. He's never saw his parents. He just knows their voices. He's never seen his neighbors or the ones who are associated with him, but he knew their voice. Am I right about it? You've never seen Jesus, but hopefully you know his voice. Am I right about it? Who did sin? So, so he said, uh, I must work. Nobody sinned. But here's the reason it happened. You've been picked out to be picked on. God want to show up in you. And understand this clearly. And it's not just for you. It's some people that's connected to you that God want to show up in you so they can see God in you. While we stuck on the why, God has a reason to do to you what he would do. Because we belong to him. I tell you so often, 
if I want to go down there and wrap my truck around a tree on purpose, it's mine. <laughs> Ain't nobody got, well, Pastor, you shouldn't have, hey, it's mine. I can do with it what I want to do with it. Now, in your mind, you say, I don't understand. Well, that's fine, because it ain't yours. You can conclude in your own mind that I wouldn't have did that, and that's fine. But it's mine. I can do with it what I want to do with it. We belong to him. The earth is the Lord's. And the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Somebody say, that's me. I belong to him. So if he, want, if he chooses to lose my house note in the mail and cause me to get an eviction notice when I know I paid it, is his. He might want to see how you're going to deal with it. We shouldn't get so caught up in what happens to us. Now, it's a difference between this boy and you. You say you know the Lord. I don't see anywhere that this boy knew the Lord. Because he said, on down in the scripture, he said, who did this? I don't know. I was blind. All I know is he made some spill, mixed it with clay, anointed my eyes, and told me to wash in the pool of Salon. Now, it's amazing how this boy got to the pool and he was blind. That's amazing. It's amazing how you ended up in here. Because you were blind. You didn't know nothing about praising God and giving him the honor and giving him the glory. You just ended up in him. We have ended up in our lifetime in a lot of places. We knew how we ended up there. Some of us ended up at the dope house, the crack house, the cocaine house, the club, over somebody else's house. We, we did that on purpose. We knew. But how did I end up here at the Barnabas Church praising God? How, how did I end up here? Seemed like God wouldn't have ever chose me based on what I, based on my past. Why me? Now there's another why me. Why did he choose to say me? I'm a wretch undone. Darkest than midnight. And he chose me. If I had to qualify, I would be disqualified. Why me? Paul said he was the chief of sinners. You can't get no higher than the chief. In other words, Paul said I did a little everything. He didn't bother to list it all out because he, he might have been afraid somebody would try to do that and get saved too. Not so. You not, might not have been called. 
Am I right? So, so Paul is saying here, uh, 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 John is saying here that uh, didn't nobody sin. God just want to work through you. Is there any, do you have an idea of how influential you could be to your sinning partners? Don't, don't, uh, pastor ain't got none. Yeah, you got some. If they don't know Jesus, they in sin. Well, they never was that bad. I, it don't make any difference. If you don't know Jesus, you're walking in darkness. Am I right about it? Therefore, God has a plan not only for you. He has a plan for those that know you. You remember the other day when the boy was in the tomb cutting himself, breaking chains, breaking ropes. He got delivered and he wanted to follow Jesus. He said, Jesus said, no, you go back home. You can do more good going back to the ones that you used to hang out with. And let them see what great things. Have you ever went back? Or are you, uh, see, well, let me help you out. I ask you so often, who, who, who really know you say? Have you gone back and given your testimony to anybody? He said, man, you know, you know, me and you used to hang out together and do all sorts of dark behavior together. But look what the Lord has done for me, man. I'm in church every day. I'm in church every Sunday. I pay my tithes. I, I, I'm, I'm reading my Bible now. God is blessing me. Why me? You know, I started to preach about, I started to preach about Stand on the promises of the Lord when you come across helpless situations. That's what I started to preach about. I said, hmm, sounds pretty good. Stand on the promises of God when you come, and you're going to come across some helpless situations where you have no control and you just at the mercy of circumstance. That's a bad place to be. In other words, if it rains, it's going to rain on you. If it snow, it's going to cover you. Okay? But you need to stand on the promises of God. Look what happened. Jesus said, I must work the works of him that sent me. Somebody sent Jesus. While it is day, while you can understand, while you have a glimpse of what glory is about, because night is coming, baby. In other words, hard times are coming. Am I right about it? Uh, 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 hopeless situations are coming. Am I right about it? It's some situations coming to your life that you didn't invite, but nevertheless, you're going to have to go through it. Am I right about it? You're you going to have to face them. I don't ask why so many times. I said, Lord, why did you ask? Why did you call me to preach? And he didn't say nothing. If he did say something, I didn't hear him. Why? I don't have no background. My daddy wasn't a preacher. My mom, you know, nobody in my family that I know of was a preacher. Why me? 
Why you didn't let me hang out there and, 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 and do what I enjoyed doing at the time? I didn't come to church that Sunday. Oh, I'm going to I'm 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 preach this. I'm going to become a preacher. No, no. It wasn't premeditated. Something got on the inside. And before, and, for, and, and, and when I come to myself, I'm sitting up there in front of the congregation and say, well, I, I thank the Lord that called me to preach. My wife looking at me half crazy. My sister wondering what, what I've been drinking or smoking. You sure you? I said, I don't know what happened. I just woke up out of this trance, and I was down there in front of the congregation. And I went back home saying, why? Me. I tried to buck. I tried to kick against a prick. You did too. I hope none of y'all still kicking. I was doing the same thing. I, no, it wasn't no instant transformation. It was an instant acknowledgement, but it wasn't an instant. Tra Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it was an instant acknowledgement, but transformation took a minute. Because by Monday, I had forgotten what I had done, brother. So I had to, you know, I made my regular runs. It didn't happen overnight, just abracadabra, hocus pocus. That's a lie from the devil. But the things I was doing, I couldn't enjoy no more. The Lord had taken the taste out of my mouth. He had transformed me on the inside. I didn't even know it until I tried to reach back into yesterday and tried to do some of the things that I was doing. I didn't even get joy no more. It didn't have the effect on me anymore. And so I said, well, let me, let me, maybe that was some bad, that was a bad batch. So I tried it again, and well, it's, well, and the same thing. I said, okay, it must be something to this. Now look, he said, I must work the work of him. He, he said, he sped up on the ground. Now look here, uh, 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 he was walking in the day. He was living his life during the day. He was understanding what the day meant. He had it all in control during the daytime. When you can wrap your mind around a situation, that's daytime for you. Because some stuff is coming where you can't really comprehend. What do I do when I don't know what to do? I trust in the Lord. When I don't know what to do, my limitations is God's opportunity. Now, he'll beat you down. If you decide to try to run from God, he knows how to break your legs. Not literally, 
But you got to understand a shepherd's mentality. Sometimes a shepherd, uh, some of those sheep that wanna, don't want to stay with the herd, always drifting off. The shepherd had a staff. And it had a hook on one end and a rod on the other end. In a hook, he pulled them out of the mud. But with the staff, sometimes he has to break their legs and put him on his shoulders and bring them back to the herd. He don't break it in such that it won't heal, but he has to cripple them for the moment. Has anybody been crippled for the moment? For the moment, it seemed like I can't. Lord, Lord, uh, what, what you doing to me? I can't run to mischief no more. I, it just ain't in me. I, I call Minister Jones, and and he's saying, "Come on, let's go." And I, I, I don't want to go. Why me? He said, "Man, you going?" Mm, well, I thought I was going, but. By the time you got here, something done got on the inside and caused me to limp. That's the Lord saving you from yourself. Sometimes we get too comfortable in what we've done. And God has to remind us who's in control. Am I right about it? So the night is coming. It's some night. Anybody ever experienced night? in your life I'm not talking about darkness when the sun go down I'm talking about a night in your life where you can't see where to go you don't see where to make the next turn you don't see when to slow up or to speed up it's night time when I can't see my way I need to trust God Am I right about it? Now, how he does it, I don't know, but he does it. Who did this to you? I, I don't know because I was blind. I have no clue of who he was. He just put something on my eyes and told me to go. He just put something in my heart and told me to go. Is it anything in your heart? You haven't gone yet if it's not. So, so he said, what? Uh, uh, teach me how to lean on you, Lord. Teach me how to lean on you in the dark. When everything is going good, you got a paycheck. That's, you know, you got three or four dollars after bills. Your pantry is full. You got gas in your car. You just bought you a new pair of shoes or a dress or a hat or whatever. And you still got three or four dollars until the next. It's easy. Say thank you, Jesus. It's easy. You done paid your tithes. Oh, it's easy. Oh, God is so good. Oh, he's good. Thank you, Jesus. But turn that light, that day, into night. 
You sit in, you walk in here, long-faced it. You have to be prompted to say, man, you want somebody to have pity on you? I'll give you a dollar. It's just hard to praise him in a hopeless situation. It's really hard to praise him in a desperate situation. That's why David said, create within me a clean heart and renew within me the right spirit. You, uh, you have to turn that thing around. I praise him harder when I got something. night is coming and then Lord give me that same praise at night anybody know what I'm talking about you have to release all that anxiety and all that frustration into praise because praise will turn your situation around am I right about it Lest I be too long, uh, uh, Jesus said, now, now the boy went on down, I don't, the Bible don't say uh, he, uh, who helped him down now, or just the spirit of the Lord just guided him to the pool of Salon. Uh, I don't know how he got there, but he got there. And he washed. And he became, nobody believed this boy could see. Who believed that you had been changed? I know they didn't believe Brother Jackson had been changed. I have put Poncho to death. Now I'm Deacon Jackson. Oh, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't. No, you still Poncho. Let me let you know, I'm not going to respond to my old man. You can call me what you want to, but the more you talk, I'm going to bend my knees. Amen? If you can only be with me in the dark, I don't need you in the light. Because God is the light of my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid? God, I needed my life cleaned out anyway. So God can issue in a new life. I needed to go through my life and dust off things that had corroded and picked up stuff of this world so God could give me some new stuff. I needed some trashy friends to be removed from me so God could send me some good friends. Am I right about it? I need somebody with me when I'm in the dark. Am I right about it? If you only can be with me in the light, I figured you're using me. You want some. But I need some help in the dark. I need somebody to come see about me 
when I'm in the dark. Because you was right there when I was making the big paychecks. You were right there when I was buying rounds. You were right there. But soon as you found out that the well had ran dry, can't see you. Texas stop. Emails stop. Phone calls stop. But I need somebody. And let me let you know I have somebody who comes by when I need them the most. I have somebody who can give me what I need. Because God has a blessing with your name on it. And you can't, you don't, don't be too careful. The one you think ain't bringing it might be bringing it. Am I right about it? So when I start asking about uh, uh, why me, uh, God said I must work through my work in you while it is daytime. So you will know how to act at night. Am I right about it? You don't need to be running around here reaching for everything when you're in the night. You ought to say, for God I live and for God I die. He's with me. Do you know he's with you? Oh, I can't tell. Do you know he's with you? Yeah, he's with you. So while I go down the avenue of why me, I must realize and remember what Psalm 27 and 23 says. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delighted in his way. Sometimes I don't know when to make a step. But God orders my step. In other words, when I go to step, if he won't let my feet hit the ground, he didn't order that. Am I right about it? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil, for I know God is with me. And if I know he's with me, I'll fear no evil. I don't fear what man can do, but I always fear what God can do. Am I right about it? If I know that he's with me, everything will be all right. Unemployment might come, but I know everything is going to be all right. Somebody might turn their backs on me, but I know everything is going to be all right. Sometimes my friends disown me, but I know everything is going to be all right. Ain't it all right? I can't hear you. Ain't the Lord all right? He's good. I know he's good. If you can't get with me on that. Some of you are living better than you ever lived before. Some of you are still reaching for that heavenly blessing. Hang on in there because the blessing is coming your way. 
you that have it already hang on in there because God give it and God can take it away ain't he alright ain't he alright ain't the Lord alright he's good I know he's good is it anybody in the building no the Lord is good is there anybody in the building trusting him when uncircumcisions come your way is it anybody in the building gonna praise God in spite of what's happening you gonna praise God when you up you gonna praise God when you down I'm gonna praise him I'm gonna praise him yeah God so loved the world he gave his only son his son gave his life am I right about it put in a borrowed grave but early somebody shout early Sunday morning he got up he got up he got up didn't the Lord get up with all power all power all power in heaven and in earth is given in his hand I'm glad that he's coming back again get ready cause he's coming back set your house in order cause he's coming back ain't he alright ain't the Lord alright yeah yeah oh, yeah my 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 so when the question come up why me and it will come up somebody say why me God is working on you he's working on you that his glory that his mercy may be made manifested in your life everybody sees a light in the midst of darkness everybody recognize a change am I right about it even a stray cat will come back to your door if you feed him am I right about it treat him like he's your all in all treat him like he's your everlasting lifeline treat him like he's coming back again ain't he all right somebody turn to your neighbor and said neighbor oh neighbor don't you know he's all i need he's all i need yeah yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. 
by me. He will come back. And he'll let you know why you. He won't leave you hanging. He'll let you know why you was chosen. He won't let you just hang out there. Remember, it's not only for you. When he saved you, he saved five to ten more people that's connected to you. You're just going to have to have the faith to believe that he's doing a great work in you. You got to have that faith because nothing sneaks up on God. He stands at the gateway of your life and he stops some things and then he allow something. But either way, you got to know that he loves you and he cares for you. That's why you? In other words, you ought to ask yourself another question. Why not me? Why not me? Because I'm willing to serve him. I'm willing to trust him. Because he's brought me a mighty long way. He has never failed me. Because there's no failure in God. I'm glad. I thought I was happy after doing the bump, the shangling, the running man. Oh, y'all don't know about, about the running man. Y'all just know something about the stanky leg. I thought that was, I thought that was all good and well. But when Jesus came into my life, Oh, what a change. Oh, what joy. Oh, what peace. Thank God for Jesus. Now I say, why not me? Why not me? Because I try to bless where I can. Why not you? Thank God. For Jesus. The doors of the church are open. There might be somebody that's still asking themselves, why me? If you're a child of God, why not you? Why not you? If, you, if you're a child of God. Jesus came back to that same young man and said, it was me. It was me. Jesus wants you to know right now, it was him who brought you out of darkness into the marvelous light. And this Christmas season, you need to celebrate. I don't care if you got a gift on your tree uh, 30 gifts on your tree uh, no gifts under your tree you ought to celebrate it's time to celebrate what he has done for you it's time to let him know that you appreciate 
him saving your soul. Some of us, if we stayed on the path that we was on, something was bound to happen. And the Bible says, don't be gambling with your soul. You might throw a seven on the first throw, or you might throw snake eyes. And that means you done crapped out. Don't gamble with your soul. Or what will you exchange for your soul? 